Well, thank you for tuning in to Disciple J. This is Disciple J, and I'm looking forward to sharing my thoughts with you. We all have those things in the back of our mind that are questions that we will often ponder, but we may not be willing to talk about. Here on Disciple J, I'm going to talk about many different topics that can be confusing to some and maybe even contradictory to others, but I'm going to try and make sense of it all, and I'm going to talk about these things from a biblical perspective, and I'm going to allow God to weigh in on these questions that we all have. So let's get started. Well, welcome back to Disciple J. And you might need to go back and listen to the previous podcast um, called Should We Be on Social Media? Because as I thought about what I said um, and have had another conversation, I am reminded that, you know, sometimes I can be more one-sided on something than I really mean. And and that's kind of what I was talking about on the podcast yesterday. The fact that when we have these sound bites, we don't really get to hear the whole picture or see the whole picture um, or have that insight into the other individuals because we just don't have the whole story. And some of us, like myself, you know, I can get to rambling and I am not considering all the things that I even, you know, would affirm or what I do believe in those sentences that I'm saying. And yesterday I was trying to make a point that how are non-believers, how are people who are not exposed to the truths of the Bible and to God himself, how are they going to become exposed unless we as the church are doing our part to to reach out and to engage culture? And that is still true. But then there's the, you know, the, the fuller and more broad, holistic truth of the fact that God does call us to different things at different times. And in first Corinthians, Paul goes into great detail about, you know, not setting up a stumbling stone for our brothers. And he's talking about the worship of idols and, and the consuming of meats and things like that, where, you know, somebody who was in a situation before where, what they were eating was being offered up to idols. You can't expect them to now repent and turn away from idols and turn to the one true God and trust in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and then still expect that they're not going to have heart issues or, you know, hang-ups when it comes to getting together with other non-believers that were a part of that same culture that were and are still eating those foods that are, you know, in their minds being sacrificed to these idols that this, you know, new believer has repented from and is no longer, you know, worshiping that quote unquote lowercase g God any longer. 
or gods. Um, so Paul goes into a lot of detail about that. And same is true. I mean, I have to give credit where credit's due or, you know, just recognition where recognition's due. People do have a hard time with social media. People do have heart issues where it comes to social media and social media can be a stumbling block for some people. Um, I don't know if, you know, it's just a one and done, you know, I have a hard time, you know, say I'm somebody who's saying I have a hard time being on social media because of how it impacts me because I get so invested in what people are saying and the the lies and the disgusting things that people are saying or, or you know, getting involved with on social media. And that disrupts my life so much. I do think that, you know, that doesn't mean necessarily that, you know, we should just totally disconnect. I do think that that's an indication that our hearts you know, are sinful and we need to repent and confess to the Lord that I am finding my self-worth. I'm finding my peace or I'm trying to find my peace and my joy and my hope in people in what, what's going on in people's lives and not in you and who you are, God, Lord Jesus, you know, help me to find my hope and my comfort and my joy and my assurance and my, um, endurance in you, um, and not in the world around me and not in what I see in the lives of others, you know, so there are definitely heart issues that come into play anytime you're talking about relationships, period. I don't care. You don't have to get on social media to know that we have heart issues. If you are a, a married individual, you have a, a a relationship with another human being that is also sinful. And you yourself being sinful and that other individual being sinful, you're going to have heart issues in that relationship that need to be repented of. And, you know, God uses relationships to sanctify us and to draw us to himself, to reveal our sinfulness to him or our our sinfulness within us so that we would turn to him and, and trust that Jesus is the Lord who has died on the cross for our sins. And he has lived a perfect life, one that you and I will never be able to live. And he took our sin upon himself and became the sacrifice that would satisfy God's wrath against us. And he bore that, that wrath and that punishment and that guilt and that shame for us so that we could be forgiven. And God no longer has condemnation over us. Um, so that's, that's the truth of the gospel and relationships are used and should be seen as vehicles that God uses to drive us further and deeper and closer to him in all things. And, you know, those relationships that we have on social media should do the same thing for us. It, it's not always, and it shouldn't always be about our comfort. 
should be about how can we be used, how can we serve, how can we love others. But again, I, I think I'm getting more off into the tangent and the uh, message that I was probably trying to convey yesterday than than recognizing. And, you know, there is an element of, you know, time and place that, that God does call his people to. And everybody has different personalities. Everybody has different modes in which God has gifted them so that they can be engaging with the culture. And that doesn't always look the same. That doesn't, you know, there's a 85-year-old lady who is in a nursing home who is a disciple of Jesus Christ. God has called her today in a different way than he's called, you know, a 40-year-old individual who, you know, is on a computer most of the day, every day. There's, there's a different vehicle and a, a different transport that, that God wants us to, to use and to maximize. So that 85-year-old lady in a nursing home she is called to maybe go eat lunch with others who are in that nursing home or to spend time sitting in a common area versus staying in her own room so that she can attempt to be used by the Lord to engage the culture for the the purpose of sharing the gospel. So I, I do have to recognize and please forgive me for being so you know, just wanting to emphasize a point where I might have said and did say things in a more, uh, just neglecting some of the other truths, um, that are there that need to be considered. But I, I also don't want to use that as an excuse in the same time, the same way. I don't want to say, well, you know, be so self-conscious about your own conscience that you're not working past that. Again, the Lord has called us to go and to proclaim all that he has commanded us. And that means you need to get over yourself at some point and, and accept and acknowledge the fact that God is going to use that journey of being obedient to him to grow us and to reveal more of our sin to us. And I'm sorry, the truth is, is that there is no way in the world that God is going to not reveal more of your sin to you. While you're on this earth, God is loving and he is going to continue to expose more and more and more and more sin in you and in me. And he does that to also expose and to highlight the righteousness of Christ. Jesus's righteousness far exceeds our sinfulness. Um, the one man, uh, through one man, uh, we all sin, but through the one righteous act, I know I'm paraphrasing, but through Jesus that we have eternal life. And so as much sin as God is going to expose, he's also going to reveal and make real the righteousness of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the glory of the Lord, Jesus, to be exalted and to be glorified. 
something else I did remember um, that I had talked about on the podcast yesterday. I said that, and, and hopefully you're not, you didn't take that wrongly. I said that the Bible doesn't speak to different things or all things. Um, perfectly. I I can't remember exactly what I said, but I was trying to say that the Bible doesn't have word for word commands and direction for everything in life. Like what should we do about a, uh, a white cop that's, um, killing a black man. And then I started to talk about how the principles and the biblical principles are, you know, consistent throughout scripture what I was, I don't think I ever got to that point where I landed on my thought. And that's why I want to just clarify. What I am saying is that God's word does speak to everything, but it doesn't speak to it specifically, not to everything specifically. The biblical principles and God's character are the things that we as Christians need to look at and discern and take from that the the direction that God is leading us and and things can be very clear cut we know that although God has established the authority of the state the government and he says for us to um submit ourselves to the government because the government is put in place over us because God is over us and over the government and he is sovereign in that and he's the one that establishes the government that's in Romans um, in paraphrased of course so those are good things that God has placed over us but God also is very clear about the, the fact that no one should be murdered um, in, unless there's you know evidence of two or three witnesses and there's this really a requirement to to have um, due order and, and to allow for all of the story to be unfolded. Um, and for truth and honesty to be upheld and the white cop uh, strangling and essentially strangling uh, a black man to death is not okay there's just no nothing about it that's okay and um whether it was the the cops being racially um sinful and motivated or just prideful and arrogant and regardless of what color the the person was that he was killing it it's not okay and and we know that not because it says you know thou shall not be a cop that uh you know murders someone um that's laying there in handcuffs doesn't say that in the Bible, but there's plenty of biblical principle and there's plenty of the character of God that God has revealed to us through his word that it is clear, though it isn't specific, that God is not okay with what took place for George Floyd. 
So, again, I think that we do have to take all things into consideration. I can't judge you for why you are uh, either on Facebook or not on Facebook, and, and that's not the, the point here. But I do think that as Christians, we have a responsibility to serve the Lord, and that doesn't necessarily mean just do what we're comfortable with. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean that we are um, okay to just continue doing what we're doing or to continue not doing what we're not doing. The Lord has to reveal that. Um, but I pray that even this podcast would make you think through that and, and go to the Lord and talk to the Lord and ask him, you know, God, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to be used by you? You say, go and make disciples. You know, how do you want me to do that? Maybe God wants you to start a podcast. I don't have a clue if anybody in the world is ever going to listen to this podcast. But I, I want to preach the gospel. I want to teach the gospel. And if this is a, a way that I might be used by God... You know, who knows? I could be dead for, you know, 80 years and someday somebody is going to hear this podcast and God's going to use it to glorify himself. Um, maybe they'll come to know Jesus through that, or maybe they're already a believer and this is just something that they needed to consider and they needed to go to the Lord with. I don't know how God's going to use it, but that's not for me to worry about. He is the Lord. He is sovereign. He is God. And... I am just thankful to have the opportunity to, to talk with you this morning, whoever you might be. If I'm still alive and kicking and you want to reach out to me, you can email me at justthinkingdiscipleJ at gmail.com. That's justthinkingdiscipleJ at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Facebook, social media, yes by searching Disciple J, and if you go to Pages, you should be able to find me there, Disciple J, under the Pages, and you can like the page there, I'll, I'll post the, the podcast there as well, and, uh, you know, if, you, if there's something that you want to talk about, something you want to discuss, you know, send me an email or, or leave me a note on the page, and be happy to, uh, to, to, to talk about those things. All right. Have a great day.